Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everyone listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We've been friends for over 15 years, and we are both under quarantine because we live in the state of California, and we catch up every week. What do we do? We catch up every single week. Yes, Mike Lawson, that's exactly what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week. Here we are. Here we are. Uh, yeah, we're both under house arrest. Uh, Mike, because of the quarantine. Me, because I may have had underage pictures. That's a horrible joke to make. That's what a, really a horrible, joke. horrible joke to make. I haven't been caught yet. Um, but uh, actually, that doesn't... That believe Again, I, I've made this point on the show. For anyone that thinks I would do that. Betty Batanz. Is... I can. I've said this many times before, and you can't understand how serious this is, even in porn. Consent is key. Yeah, consent is key. By the way, if you hear a dog barking, I made this point on the air before the show started. But uh, this is the first non-rainy day here in California, and I haven't had fresh air in about a week. So I'm gonna have a window open, so you're gonna hear a dog barking. That's Sorry. Fine. Anyway, um, um, yeah. I, heard, I saw yeah. a tweet. Somebody mm-hmm. tweeted something about sitting here watching porn. And I just can't stop, I'm paraphrasing, thinking that those two people have no idea what the world is going to be oh. in 2020. <laughs> you know what's so funny? It's so funny that you say that. I didn't have that thought. But this morning, same thing. I, I saw this really hot one. It was so hot, right? I, again, going back to what I was saying, consent is key. And any porn where they're super into each other. It's kind of why yeah. I like amateur real-life porn. Any um, porn where they're, like, legitimately into each other, I'm super into, right? So I found this one. It was these two boyfriends, right? And they're swapping spit like nobody's business. And, like, it's, you can hear it on the camera. And I'm like, oh, these guys are so giving each other coronavirus right now. <laughs> like, I just I kept thinking. I'm like, yeah. oh, they're so infected. Uh, I've had the same thoughts when I'm watching just regular TV. Mm-hmm. Like, people are touching and kissing. And yeah. I just watched Fleabag. And they yeah. have this, like... Her coffee shop every Wednesday has like a people strangers come out and like sit and talk with each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh no way, you can't do that. No. Now, Mike Lawson. Now we're about uh, about a week into this. Uh, uh, it's gotten very serious here in California. The governor's now. Today is or- my today is my eighth day. Okay, it's in your quarantine. eighth day in quarantine. But yesterday, the governor of California came out and mandated that we all have to stay in. Mm-hmm. But uh, how? Because you were like, "Oh, I'm so excited." Eight days later, are you still so excited? I had like an emotional moment this morning. I so like eight days, but like I haven't touched anyone in eight days. No hugs, mm-hmm. no handshakes. Like literally, haven't touched anyone in eight days. And I, I'm, I'm feeling emotional about it. Like a little bit. I am introverted. I do like my alone time. Mm-hmm. But human interaction is nice too, you know. It's nice that I've I've been able to catch up with people like you. Um, I've done a, quite a few Facetime chats with different folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still do not appreciate people who just randomly Facetime me though. What oh, is people that do about? that. Yeah, that happened this morning. She just randomly Facetimed me. I don't want to say she doesn't listen, but I don't yeah. want to shame her into it. Um, or shame her about it. But I ended. I did call her back, but like. I need some warning. Text me and say like, "Hey, do you want to face chat?" And yeah. I'll say, "Yeah, in ten minutes." You yeah. know, mm-hmm. let me get my myself together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So you know, it's okay. I'm I'm doing okay. Mm-hmm. You have your family with you. How is that? I mean, I mm-hmm. could see it being a plus and a minus. Yeah. So I'm very lucky. So people who don't know what my living situation is, is Mike's been to my house, but like, not that my house is a gigantic house. It's like getting a normal. 
you know, two bedroom, two story house. It's a big house, so it's not like a a tiny home. No, and it's and also just the way the layout of the house is, it's afforded the three of us um, the luxury of not having to really be next to each other all that much. Does that make sense? So the cabin fever is kind of at a minimum. The only person I feel sorry for is my dad because my dad likes to putter around the yard, and like I said, it's been raining the whole time. I think once Mm -hmm. the weather clears up. In a permanent way where things dry out, I think things will even be better than that. Where he can go outside and play his music and garden. Yeah. But I think he's getting a little stir crazy. But you were just talking about um, touching people. And I'm like, oh, I I haven't even thought of that. I don't like to touch people. I don't like people touching me. And I don't like to touch people. It's how I'm on the spectrum. I'm not like the kind of guy that's like, I'm sorry, I'm a hugger. Yeah. And I need hugs from strangers. But... I don't know. I do really like just when I if I close my eyes and think about like just somebody hugging me, like mm-hmm. not even any specific person. Mm-hmm. I don't even I don't really even think of that right because now. I always think that when I touch people, they're repulsed as if I'm a leper. And I'm not even being funny. Yeah. I'm not like, oh, this yeah. is one of those classic Joe self-effacing. Nope. That's just the way it is. Uh, but, um, you know, but speaking of uh, I, I, you haven't been high strung, have you? I have I been high strung? No, not um, at all. Oh my god, my parents are still high strung. In fact, it's gotten really bad. But it was—it's been bad the whole time. But it's gotten really bad. So, like um, last week, first of all, last week they went out and bought—I will say—it's turned out to be an appropriate amount of food, you know. But they yeah. went out and bought about two weeks worth of food, so we're good on food. Okay. <laughs> and so, shockingly, they didn't go crazy on the toilet paper or anything like that. But, um, you know, when, they, when the early days, they started getting paranoid that there wasn't going to be any food or anything like that, right? Mm-hmm. Which there isn't, but okay. But one of, my da- one of the guys in my dad's church group, okay, is the manager of a supermarket, okay? Okay. So last week, like on Friday or something, my mom tells me, she goes, Joey, your dad got an inside tip, Okay. This guy, he, um, I don't want to say his name. I'll make up a name for him. Lou, okay? Lou told him that if we go... His name is Albert Sons. (laughs) (laughs) His name's just Ralph. (laughs) (coughs) Anyway, that if we just go um, at Sunday, like, if we go on Sunday at 5 in the morning, he'll do this special thing where we get to shop before everybody else, okay? Uh, he yeah. works at a supermarket that's not super close. It's like two cities over, right? Okay. So she goes, I think on Sunday, we should all get up and go five in the morning, go to the supermarket and do some shopping because we get to do it before everyone, because Sundays is the one we should go, right? So we're all super. I, I'm like, okay, I'll do this. This is crazy because they have enough, food, more than enough food, right? But I'll. She, they've gotten very high strung. Any if I question them or challenge them in any way, okay, they lose their fucking shit. Okay, just lose it. Just immediately yelled at. Yeah. Okay. I'm not allowed, to, and so that's one thing I've done. I'm just not quite. They can say the stupid. They could be like, I heard President Trump started the the coronavirus, right? I'll be like. I just don't challenge them. <laughs> so Sunday morning, we wake up. We go to this, like, 4.30 in the morning. We go to this Fakakta, uh Store. Store. An unnamed store. Yeah. Lou's store. My closet. It's a normal shopping hour. It's one of those supermarkets that's open, like, at, like, you know, 4 in the morning or something like that, 5 in the morning. Okay. So we go there. Everybody's shopping there. So the tip was, if you want yes, full I, shelves and an, a nice kind of shopping environment, come at 5 a.m. to my store. Yeah. That's I looked at the text message. I looked at it. And the text message yeah. was somebody, because my dad was on a group text. Yeah. And the guy said, hey, listen, we're running low on supplies. When's the best time to go? Yeah. And Lou was saying, basically, they get their deliveries on Saturday nights, Sundays at 5 in the morning. When they open... Is the best time to go. Yeah. So, well, I mean, that's still a really nice tip. Mm-hmm. What'd you guys get? 
stupid shit like um Normal more eggs. Yeah, more more eggs. You yeah. know, um, what else? Did they just got like normal mustard, you know, like <laughs> it's shocking what you realize you don't have, you know? Yeah. But it's, it's I, good. yeah, go ahead. The grocery stores here have a, uh, I think it's like seven to like 9am or something. Mm-hmm. Um, old people and the elderly and, um, people with in, compromised immune systems mm-hmm. like me can go. And shop without the hassle of being yeah. kind of like super busy. Mm-hmm. But I'm worried that I'll show up and they're like, you're not old or mm-hmm. you don't deserve this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I kind of have just been suffering and like not shopping. Oh, you I'm haven't done to... it. Well, I've gone to like the bodega or to Walgreens, but mm-hmm. like I need like produce. I need some vegetables. Well, let me give you a tip. And I don't know if you're in San Francisco, but in, I mean, Oakland. It's so funny that you say that. The other day, because um, we have to also, you know, I have two grandparents who are in their 90s. They're married to each other. Yeah. They're in their 90s. And so it's sad because they have to, I mean, obviously they thrive on human interaction. Yeah. But they have to be locked away. There is, we do, my, one of my dad's brothers has been determined like the one okay person to go. So mm-hmm. he does go hang out with them. But we've all been taking shifts and get, making food for them and making sure they're okay. In fact, I went yesterday to go take them some food. But the other day, my mom was supposed to make them enchiladas, right? Yeah. But she, had, she didn't have enough corn tortillas. And then she went to the supermarket and they had no corn tortillas, right? So there's a Mexican supermarket, which is it's part of the story I was going to tell you right now, which is, for some reason, my parents have this sick, weird double standard where they can leave... That's okay. They can leave and go do things if they need to. I, I will say they try not to leave, but if they, if they like, they can leave. If they want to leave, they're gonna go leave, right? But if I say I want to go do something, oh my god, they freak the fuck out, like freak out, and then they do the whole. You know, you can bring the germ back to us. You can do this, and which is true information. But they're also going out in the world. Right? Just today, my mom was saying, we, we're going to tell my dad, we're going to put on some masks. Which, by the way, they just have, like, masks that you use in, like, when you're sawing wood so that you don't get sawdust in your mouth. Right? Yeah. yeah. But she, I, I, again, if I challenge them, screamed at. Okay? So I don't say anything. We're going to put on masks and gloves, and we're going to go get propane because I'm sick of being in the house. So I need to sit by a, 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 a fire. That's their, that's their uh, uh, a necessary <laughs> outing. Meanwhile, I'm going to go crazy here. This isn't necessary either. But I want to get one of those Nintendo Switches. Because now everybody's talking about this Animal Crossing. right? Like it's the next coming of Jesus. Right? And how chill it is. Right? Well, Mom, I want an Animal Crossing. So, but there's no Nintendo Switches anywhere by me. The closest one is there's some targets are in like six miles away that have them, right? Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how to sneak out and go to Target and buy a Nintendo Switch. Just do it. You're an adult. They're going to have a fucking motherfucking fi- I know. I'll, I'll eventually I'll just do it, right? Just say, like, I'm not, you know, I don't know. I think part of it is it's a control issue, right? So they know what they came into contact with. They don't know what you're going to come in contact uh-huh. with. So they can control washing whatever they touch, mm-hmm. right? But they yeah. can't control you. Mm-hmm. I, I understand the concern that they have. I'm mm-hmm. not saying it's rational. Yeah. I just get it. Yeah. I get it. What, anything else going on with you, Mike Lawson? Michael Lawson? Well, I had a birthday yesterday. Oh, that's um, right. You had a birthday yesterday. You know what that means, by the way? What? That I'm 39. Oh, you're 39 years old. Yeah. Right. What does it mean? It means this. I'm so glad you helped me get to the fiesta today. Do you know why today is such a special fiesta? Why, Dora? It's a birthday fiesta!
is the birthday segment of Catching Up, where uh, you, using your uh, mind, mouth words, um, determine whose birthday it is. I don't remember what that was. Anyway, go ahead. Talk about your birthday. So I had a really weird birthday this year. (laughs) It was, um, well, for starters, I was in isolation, right? So that already made it a weird one. Um, but then also, Joey, you and I already talked about this, but I also had to tell 17 people yesterday that yeah. they no longer had jobs. Mm-hmm. So happy birthday, Mike. Um, and not to make it all about me. I mean, 17 people don't have a job and I do, yeah. but it was just a weird one. Um, I talked to a few people, like a couple of folks reached out for different reasons, like not birthday related. And I had like, so, like, the therapist, for example, mm-hmm. we FaceTimed for a good 45 minutes last night. Were penises I, out? No. Okay. No, 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 no. He he is not. Well, first of all, I'm not that kind of girl, but he is not either. Mm-hmm. Um, no way. Like, um, there was something weird. Oh, I told you about how I asked him for song recommendations. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? Early on. And he was like, that is way too stressful. It oh, requires, really? it shows way too much of my personality and the pressure is just too much. I can't Wait, do that. I'm not even being funny. I'm not even being funny. You're going to think I'm being funny here. Yeah. Do you think it's a therapist thing? Because Taylor's kind of like that. Yeah. I think maybe that they overthink some stuff because yeah. they're trained to overthink stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, not overthink, but they analyze things that like maybe are inane or innocuous yeah um so he we we tech we facetimed for like 45 minutes last night and i never mentioned it was my birthday Mm -hmm. because it's that's a weird thing to say right and it's my birthday i don't know well look if you say it like that of course it's uh awful but uh but you could say like yeah what's he gonna do you know what i mean he's not we're not doing anything special for it Mm mm-hmm I am also just not a birthday person, but I know I, that part of me was thinking before uh, the quarantine went quarantine mandate happened of asking him. There's a restaurant I really like. It's not anything super special, mm-hmm. um, but it's kind of far. It's like a 30 minute drive. Mm-hmm. And he, I was going to suggest him we go there for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Like basically, will you drive us to this 35 minute away restaurant? Because it's a place I really enjoy mm-hmm. for my birthday, but then like kind of suggesting that for a date and making the drive would be like my birthday present because mm-hmm. I know that's annoying because there are a lot of good restaurants around here too. Mm-hmm. Um, Aren't they closed the, except for takeout? Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. Is oh. everything's since the quarantine and stuff? I'm not oh. even seeing him. Yeah, he he goes to a hospital every single day. There is yeah. no way I'm coming yeah. into contact with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no way. He even he suggested, I mean this was uh, early on. So like this the city of San Francisco was on mandatory shut-in, but mm-hmm. the whole state wasn't yet and he was like, "Well, if you were interested, mm-hmm. you could come over and we can like watch some TV or whatever, but I understand yeah. if you don't want to." And I was yeah. like, "No, nah, I'm kind of already on lockdown." Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, we're not we're not coming in contact. But could but, could you do like we you know yesterday, Lori and I watched uh, an episode of AJ and the Queen yeah. using that Netflix party feature. Is that something you yeah. guys could do? You'd be interested in? Yeah, we could. Um, I could do that with people. Here's one catch with that though, yeah. and this is Mike Lawson, the cheapskate. Mm-hmm. So remember months ago, many months ago, yeah, one of my coworkers stayed with me for a week. Yeah. And so right before that, I went through this thing. Well, I was like on a tight budget. I was like saving for my dental surgery. I was like mm-hmm. cutting out everything frivolous. So I had, just before she got here, cut ties with Netflix and Hulu and everything. And I wasn't paying for entertainment. And I was, if you want it, get it for free or read a book. Like that's just kind of the sort of quote unquote diet I was on at that time. Mm-hmm. And then she came and she was like, well, I want to watch this. I want to watch that. So she logged into her stuff on my Apple TV. Yeah. And I was like, that's fine. I'm not watching, though, because I'm on this like entertainment diet. Yeah, yeah. So I have all her accounts. So, like, I don't pay for Netflix or Hulu. I I mean, I pay for, like, Amazon Prime stuff and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But it's all logged in on her stuff. So if I do that, I would have to get a Netflix. Okay. Talk to me off the air. 
I have a Hulu account that I pay for, and I have a whole account called Guest Okay. that I have for people like you. Will I be taking a screen? No. Is it like... Okay. So it's not like you can only see like... Yeah, it's an account called Guest. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I might. I mean, if there's something on Hulu that I want to watch... Oh, like this Dr. Pimple Popper, like I watch everything. Oh, fuck that show. You already (laughs) know that I can't even talk about this show. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I've been FaceTiming with people, just trying to like not be totally alone. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna make a note to myself that I want to start scheduling FaceTime appointments with people. That's what I've been doing is kind of putting them into my calendar. Like they were appointments. I have. And I, I I have to do that. I am not a spontaneous, like the anxiety when this woman called me this morning, Mm -hmm. like there was, she knows there's no reason I can't answer that call. I have no excuse. I was in a meeting. I was yeah. in a whatever. Like, mm-hmm. she knows that's not true. Mm-hmm. So I have to get better at either answering them, but also people, you know, respect my boundaries. So all in all, good birthday. <laughs> I got a wonderful gift from you. I got a good gift from my sister. Yeah, people. Yes, people are nice. Did you get a gift the, from Ryan um, Gregory? Um, you know what? He texted me. He texted me yesterday. Here's um, my question. Am I the only podcasting person that got you a gift? Yes. I only got two gifts. I got a gift from you and a gift from my sister. And my mom sent me a card stuffed with cash. She needs to stop sending me cash in the mail. It yeah. makes me so nervous. Yeah. Um, but I appreciate it. But mm-hmm. I mean, an Amazon gift card is as good as cash. Well, that's I what I was, you know, I was, I was thinking about what to get, you know, like, well, I, I was thinking about it a few days before, and I was like, you know, the problem is, A, there's not, Amazon's having trouble delivering things, especially on time, and then yeah. two, like, you can just decide for yourself. <laughs> like, yeah, you well, about? see, here's the thing, I'm doing yeah. a lot of digital content, like, uh, I bought Parasite, or I rented Parasite, I rented another movie earlier this Oh, you're week. already using my gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. awesome. Oh, how, what did you think? Are you watching Parasite when I called? What did you think of it? It was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister told me it was so good that she bought it because she's going to keep, she's going to rewatch it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that good, though. I d- it takes a, a lot for a movie to be rewatchable, in Yo, my opinion. Okay, I agree with that. I might rewatch it once when it's on streaming, maybe once. Well, or like five years from now yeah, when I was yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. remember I liked yeah. that movie. And I loved Parasite. Remember, Parasite is the movie that after I saw it, I told Chris, well, we found the movie of best movie of 2019. And I forgot that The Farewell, you know, was his movie. Right? Which, oh. by the way, everyone, <laughs> The Farewell is streaming right now on Amazon Prime Video. If you haven't seen it, have you seen it? Oh, I took a drink right as you asked. No, I haven't. Oh, it's, it's streaming on Amazon Prime. Mm. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but what's fun? Yeah. So like, but, uh, I, I, I do, I really do think genuinely it was the best picture of 2019 Parasite. Oh, I, I rented Shawshank Redemption and then it got added to Netflix. Did you see that? Oh, it did? Yeah. So Shawshank Redemption is on Netflix. By the way, you should give a report. We did. So Mike and I did a special episode that came out yesterday, actually, or it came out. This is coming to come out way weird. It came out. It just it just came out where yeah. Mike talked about his favorite movies and he had never seen the Shawshank Redemption. You've since seen it. Do you want to share your loved thoughts? It. Yeah, I, I wait, loved wait, 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 it. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, you know we can't. We have to do this appropriately. Here we go. And now it's time for Mike and Joe on the aisle. Quarantine edition. Today's movie is The Shawshank Redemption, starring Tim Robbins and Morgan Freeman. Okay, go ahead, Mike. Uh, it was good. It was good. I mean, really well written. I enjoyed the whole thing. I I think that I would have enjoyed the book more than the movie, mm-hmm. but I'm the type of person, once I see the movie or read the book, I don't enjoy the second. I think I've read sense. that this there's a couple like obviously in in not obviously but in the sti- in the book version Morgan Freeman character is white that's why he's called red um mm. but um i think from what i've read that the 
the movie stays pretty close to the book, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I mean, just the voiceover work is clearly long kind of passages from the book. Uh-huh. Like, it's just written in a way that, why would you... I, I just feel like it sounds like it's written really well. Like, there, it sounds like it's just taken directly from the book. Mm-hmm. So, I just don't understand people who could read a book and then go watch mm-hmm. the movie version of it or yeah. the other way around because it's mm-hmm. like a, a rerun you know mm-hmm. so i don't do that but um it was good and the on the list that you made on the episode that we put out whenever we put it out recently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh there's another movie on there that i wanted to watch i need to maybe listen to that episode because there was a couple other things that you mentioned that well there's imitation like, you know of life yeah. There is. I have the list right here. I can pull it up. But uh, well, uh, for, every, for anyone who hasn't seen Sunset Boulevard, it's streaming right now on Amazon Prime. I know someone uh, told me that. Um, okay, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. You've seen the Three Amigos. Yeah, uh, maybe I would Boulevard, watch Three Amigos again. Raiders of the Lost Ark, Pulp Fiction, The Maltese Falcon, Back to the Future, All About Eve, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Shawshank Redemption. Um, and then I guess Imitation of Life. Did we talk about so Imitation of Life and Maltese Falcon are two things that I want to watch. Oh, yeah. Both worth it. Yeah. I feel like Imitation of Life is streaming somewhere. I'll have to look for it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, is that it? Yep. All right. Very good. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, any other news, Mike Lawson, that you have to share with us? Um, well, I have another story. Is that what oh, you're asking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I meant. Yeah. They're like mini stories. So sure. one is, in this quarantine, I've tried to start waking up at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it sounds ridiculous, but why not? I yeah. mean, so from 3 a.m. to like 5 or 6, mm-hmm. there's nobody in the kitchen. There's nobody doing laundry. Like, it's just my own kind of time to live in the house and, like, not interact with anyone, which is kind of the point of the whole quarantine thing, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be out there when the kids are out there. I don't want to be out rubbing elbows with the 90-year-old lady. I -hmm. I just want to be here kind of in my space. Mm -hmm. So I've tried to start waking up at 3 a.m., and I've done it three of, like, five days I've attempted. And then, two, it's just, like, too hard because I didn't get to sleep at the right time. Mm Mm-hmm. But my body is all fucked up because there was one night also where I just couldn't fall asleep. I think I drank coffee too late and it was like one o'clock and I was like, well, I'm not waking up at three o'clock. And then I was like, wait, why do I even have to go to bed? Yeah. So I I like stayed up a little bit and then at two o'clock I went down to put a load of laundry in Mm -hmm. and Alex was still awake. My roommate, he was like doing his like drunk smoking thing that he does. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, I'm (laughs) not interacting with him. So I like went into my room for a bit and then went back down at three and Let me um, ask you a question. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. Not that you weren't attractive when you were heavier, but now that you're lost weight and everyone's thirsty for you and something like that, have you gotten a weird vibe from Alex or um the other one? Richard, is that his name? Ricardo, yeah. Oh, Ricardo. Ricardo, certainly, yes. <gasps> oh, really? Yeah, but here's the thing. Mm-hmm. So you you're the attention I get from him certainly tracks with my weight, like literally my weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like when my weight goes up, hit, like the attention I get from him is different. Mm-hmm. And then when it goes down, it's different too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like flirty, but like friendly flirty because like he understands he's still my landlord and has mm-hmm. to live with me. And if this goes badly, he doesn't want he like. But, but he slept said, with tenants before though, right? Yeah, he has. But yeah. like I feel like he's like floats the line and he's like. I don't know what floats the line means, so I don't know if that's the right term, but he, like, says things. He pushes the boundary? Yeah, a little bit. And then if when I don't react positively, it's not like it was obvious that that's what he was doing. He gives a plausible deniability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know why you thought that, but it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But also, like... So his English is not his first language. Mm-hmm. So sometimes even he just says sentences that like, I don't, I feel like maybe you're flirting right now, but mm-hmm. I can laugh it off and pretend like, yeah, I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah. So yeah, certainly. But Alex, no, not at all. 
and I mean, Alex is the man that's dating the Chinese man, Ricardo. So, like, mm. I think he has a type that's not me, too. Mm-hmm. You dig? Oh, I dig. So, yeah, there's that. Um, anyway, so, you, so you were down to Alex was outside smoking. You didn't want to interact with him. Yeah, I just hate. He's, he just is. Um, He's a Bernie bro. Oh, is he? And. Yeah, and I say that because, like, the conversations I get trapped in are Bernie bro conversations, but it's mm-hmm. not always about Bernie Sanders. It's just kind of about, I don't know, current events and his opinions, which are obvious, obviously just regurgitated tweet threads that mm-hmm. he's read. Yeah, yeah. And it's just really hard to kind of interact with him. And also, like, he does this thing where he starts conversations with me, like, I'm I'm doing dishes with like my headphones in and he comes up and he like talks to me and his conversations are like baiting me into arguments that I never said I wanted to have. So he's like trying to get me to agree that I uh, or trying to get me to say that I agree with like popular opinion mm-hmm. just so that he could tear down popular opinion. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to have arguments with you. And yeah. I've gotten to the point now where I've said like, I don't enjoy having conversations like this. And oh, I've told him, him this. Yeah. I mean, I usually say when he's like a little bit drunk because that's mm-hmm. when he's the most belligerent. But I've told him like, hey, talking to you makes me feel uh, a little stupid and I don't like talking to you. Yeah. Um, I've also told him like, hey, we're having an argument that I never said I wanted to have. Yeah. You started this. Like, yeah. what are we doing? Yeah. Um, it's just really uncomfortable and it makes me not want to interact with him at all. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know what's so funny that you said, can we pause here for a second? Is We can. Um, I've had sort of the same experience with um, my friends Melissa and Patrick, Melissa McQueen, Patrick King comedians. Mm-hmm. Is we, we, it, we have a group text message, as a lot of people do, right? And it's, it's always been just like, here's this funny thing we would all think is funny or interesting, you know? Like, for instance, and people know how I feel about Hamburger Marys, there's this second-rate comedy <laughs> club. There's a second we all rate, know. Yeah, there's a second rate. You don't know how I feel about Hamburger Marys? We know, we know, we know. <laughs> there's a second rate comedy club here in LA called Flappers. Okay? Which, when you go to a comedy club and they have the two item minimum, okay, you're begrudgingly getting their shitty chicken strips, you know, yeah. and a drink so you fulfill the minimum, right? But no one's going like, oh, I really love that improv food, you know? Right. So because I was a comic at one point, and they never take you off their list, I got this email from Flappers, and it was like all about the how, you know, every company in the world has now told us how they're dealing with uh, COVID-19, you know? And uh, they got this email saying like, by the way, we're doing takeout, you know, and, and delivery, not delivery, just we're doing takeout if you need to have, I'm like, who in their right fucking mind would ever be, I need the Flappers you know, chicken strips or the flappers nacho. Like, I need to go and ha- do a, a pickup order for this shitty comedy club food, right? Yeah. So I was joking yeah. about it to them, right? But what's funny is they're both Bernie bros, okay? Uh-huh. And they go. it happened last night where they'll have these, like, Bernie Sanders, uh, Bernie bro conversations. Like, and they're like deep they're like deep bernie bro like this is a conspiracy you know this you know all this shit yeah establishment and, yeah yeah well I, I they they have not said this but i did see a bernie bro on twitter twitter talking about how the biden bros you go isn't it convenient that the that uh biden wins um all these um states during the quarantine i have it on good authority the biden bros were calling people and pressuring them to go vote and i was like what the fuck what Right, so then, um, but they're like that. They're a conspiracy, right? And I think I believe they think I'm in agreement with them because I don't. I just don't say anything. So I was going to ask you how you handle it because, yeah, I don't know what to do there. I mean, so a good a good portion, a portion of what he says is like real, yeah, and you know what I mean, like, um, like I. But that's the tricky thing with the Bernie bros. Because here's the deal, people. I like what Bernie says. Okay? I've had to, my, sweet Michael's a Bernie uh, Bernie bro. I like what Bernie says. Okay? Le- who wouldn't? Right? It all sounds fantastic. My issue, if I have one at all, is more with the pragmatic approach to it than it is for the issue itself. Does that make sense? So when they're talking to me about ideas, like, I get it, man. Yeah, I'm for that. You know? But how are we going to get that done is sort of the thing. 
Yeah, I don't. It's like if someone said to me, "Hey, Joe, you know what we need to do? We have to have Bianca Del Rio host a show on Afterthought Media." I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, right? Right? Let's do it, right?" But then, how? Why would she do that? How's it going to happen? What? She has to agree to it, you know. Joe, Joe's so negative. He doesn't want to have Bianca Del Rio show on Afterthought Media. Yeah, I think that's a really good analogy. I, I. I'm I'm a little bit conflicted in all of this, and I'm not saying that I'm like anti Bernie at all. Mm-hmm. In fact, I would say I'm mostly aligned with all his stuff. Mm-hmm. And I guess if I could bring this back to me and like kind of like no. some of the ab- advocacy work that I've done, yeah. I would even say like activism work I've done with insulin and diabetes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like you kind of have to be extreme. And my job is not to find middle of the road. My job is to tell you what needs to happen and then you know the kind of like pulling it back towards the center and back towards what's doable is someone else's job mm-hmm. like my job is to tell like to expose what's happening to expose the problem to talk about the extreme things that need to be done to fix this and then somebody else can kind of like pull us towards what's realistic today and tomorrow and get us towards what i'm i'm saying mm-hmm. so i i don't i don't think it's wrong for somebody to say like what we need is universal health yeah no you're right in or, fact you know what i saw a really smart oh it's john favreau from positive america sure did you see his tweet where he was um this is right after the tuesday election where he was like joe biden is announced is about to uh launch the most progressive platform in the democratic history in the past 50 years in it right and it's thanks in no small part from the work of bernie sanders sure. Sure. You know? Yeah, totally. And you yep. need people like Bernie to pull the establishment to the left. Yeah. I think that's exactly it. I think the problem maybe is when, like, one, I don't know, how do we then move past this primary into a general where we must support the person who has won, you know? Mm-hmm. All of us must. Yes, but I almost think just like, you know, what's so funny is how the Bernie bros talk out of both sides of their mouth. Because the Bernie bros will tell you, in fact, we know a Bernie bro, Katie's brother, no one else knows who Katie is, Yeah, who uh, I just saw him recently retweet something about uh, another article about how the Bernie bros never existed and don't exist, right? They're very, very small. And and I actually can buy into that argument. I think you and I have had that conversation about how Twitter and social media amplifies the voice of a, of a, of a minority group of people, sure. right? Yeah. And But what's funny is they talk out of both sides of their mouth because then they say, well, now Biden's going to pay for it when all the Bernie supporters stay home and don't vote for him. Well, then you're saying that there are a lot of Bernie bros. Because I feel that Bernie bros is the person who would be a Bernie or bust. Thank you. Um, So I've been avoiding politics. (laughs) (laughs) I really have been trying to kind of just turn it off Mm -hmm. and live in kind of happier spaces. I've been binge watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm -hmm. And... Um, Joey, I stopped smoking weed, although I think I might go to a dispensary today. Mm -hmm. There's one, like, right around the corner. (laughs) But here's the problem that I was having. There was, like, when the quarantine shit started, I had no work-from-home opportunities. Mm -hmm. Like, we just were not set up to work remotely. Mm -hmm. Um, The organization I work for is kind of stuck in the Stone Ages when it comes to technology. And so, like... Mm -hmm. When I started working there, I was like, hey, guys, we can do this more efficiently with a Google Doc. And they were like, oh, we need to get approval for setting people up on Google Docs. Yeah. Like it was uh-huh. really hard for them to kind of move into out of an they use like an intranet. And mm-hmm. so like everyone I'm not even joking. Still mm-hmm. to this day, yeah. there is one task we have to do. And people I would say once a week are walking around saying like, hey, hello, does anyone have this Excel document open? I need to use it. Mm-hmm. And they're like going from computer to computer to see who accidentally left an Excel document open on a shared drive. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they weren't set up for it. So I was mm-hmm. sitting here not working. But now luckily, I be through a really stupid setup, I can remote access my computer at work. Mm-hmm. 
So I have to like sign into my computer via like a remote thing. And then I'm working off of like a ghost of my computer. So if you were yeah. sitting in my office, you would see all of the work I was doing, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like almost like a player piano. Yes. Okay. I'm like remoting into it. So anyway, um, I bring that up because I was sitting here doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And as I'm just sitting here watching TV, I was like, well, I might as well smoke. Mm-hmm. relax mm-hmm. so there were like there was like two days where all i did was smoke and watch tv and i was like numb and heavy and high and like not unhappy but also like incredibly un- unproductive and it was really a, a dark space mm-hmm. and i worried like yeah. if i just kept that up a it would cost a lot mm-hmm. but b it, I just would not be able to do anything. I would just like at the end of this come out with nothing other than probably just be really stoned and yeah. maybe I would have consumed a, the entire series of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, but, that's uh, that's actually like I'm not a po- like I actually have I have what's funny every time you say something like this or someone else says something, I forget that I have an entire almost unused box of like um, <gasps> ch- of marijuana cherry candies. Do you also have blue chew erectile dysfunction drugs? Because that is a Saturday night. <laughs> well, for that, you need to talk to Taylor the Latte Boy. Uh, you should take both of them, mm-hmm. lock yourself in, mm-hmm. and like have a goal. So, like, don't you're not going to finish until you know, like, give yourself two hours. Like, go for it. You know what's so funny? That would be a good goal to see how many times I could masturbate in one day. No, 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 not. I don't think you finish. I feel like you. Uh, go through it and then stop before you're done. So I'm saying, oh, just finish one. Edge. Uh, can, yeah. Like I'm on the yeah. edge of coming. <laughs> That's what the song's about. Yeah. Is it really? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Yeah, I'm sure there's like a Randy Rainbow version of it. Not Randy Rainbow. You know but what's like... so funny is I've gotten a lot of compliments for my parody lyric writing. Yeah. And I've thought about writing to Randy Rainbow and saying, hey, dude, we should pair up and I should help you. Hey, dude, yeah, I'm good at something that you're everyone says at. you're good at. <laughs> um, Luke Stamen just told Edge of Glory about her dead grandpa. That she edged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I um <laughs> I really do think though like I I know I mean the marijuana and the, you have like something edible you said right I have edibles and, oh and oh, but what you were saying is my parents are kind of going crazy tell me if you think this is ethical or unethical well like it's not right now, it's bake not it into something for them well no 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 because it's a uh, it's a liquid I was just you know they drink coffee every morning like just put a few drops in their coffee. I think you should tell your mom, hey, do you want to try this? Like, your mom lived through the 60s. She knows what it is. If she's in for the day, she might be open to it. I know. I you know what I mean? She, like, she's not going to go tell everyone. That's a, Here's the catch. She might be afraid that you would start, you would tell your grandparents or something. We're talking about it on a podcast. Yeah. Like, my mom, she would hate that I'm telling you this, but mm-hmm. the Christmas that they came to the Bay Area, mm-hmm. my nephew baked brownies um, with uh, some weed in it, uh-huh. and we Did all ate them. Huh? Did she know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone knew. My dad had a little bit. My mom had a lot. Mm-hmm. And then we watched a movie, and all of us fell asleep in the movie. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't mm-hmm. like... We were doing crazy things, but it's just kind of like, it's kind of like a family opening a bottle of wine one night. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same thing. I don't know. Thing. I don't think it would work because, like, she, she actually, she got that um, uh, cortisone shot and now she's a lot better. But when she was in a lot of pain, I would t- advise her to try using um, CBD uh, cream. And even yeah. she's even opposed to CBD. Like, she's raised oh, really? in that, she's in very much in that just say no like, for madness yeah like she is just she is vehemently against it huh i really think like a drop or two of something my mom i feel like my mother would really do well with it mm-hmm. and if i live there i feel like my mom and i might even she could really benefit from just like calming the fuck down she takes um 
uh, she called, and I hate that she calls it this, but this is very my mother. And I feel like it's a Betty thing too. She calls, she takes one pill. She calls it a tranquilizer pill. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what drug it is because all she calls it is tranquilizer. Mm-hmm. But she'll talk about how like, oh, you know, like because of the day, I decided that I did need to take a tranquilizer before bed. So like she takes a drug yeah, already. No, it's the same thing. My mom is, you see, yeah, this is not the right person for this. My mom is deathly afraid. My mom has, okay, just in general, my mom has control issues. Okay. Yeah. And, um, but to the point where like, you know, when, when she had um, her blood clot problem, right? Um, and they, she's going to be in a lot of pain. They gave her and advised her to use an opioid, right? Yeah, she maybe did it one time and loved it how mm-hmm. much it worked. But th- but it, it worked so well, it scared yeah. her, and she just wouldn't use it. Right? Yeah. She, oh, so this is an opioid that I'm talking yeah, about, the yeah. tranquilizer. Yeah, she's yeah. afraid of them. She does. I have Xanax. She's told me she she, she has told me she's very anxious right now because she, like I said, they, they've been trapped in the house. They haven't been able to do anything. So she said she's feeling a lot of anxiety. And I mean, if you watch the news every night, well, you have anxiety. And I There's tell no them way. not to. I tell them not to. They go, we have to know what's going on. And I go, read the news. I think it's, I think, okay, if you have to do the news, I feel it's still better to read it. Yeah. Than to watch. Because if you watch the, remember, if it bleeds, it leads. Because they don't even watch, and they'll watch some CNN. They love CNN. But like, the I feel one like that, go ahead. You're, no, go on. I'm interrupting. The one that drive that drives me crazy is they'll watch like the local NBC news, right? Which that is just murder, death, murder, murder, death, death, death illness, murder, death, and I'm yeah. just like, oh god. And then they get depressed and anxious afterwards. I have limited it to uh, NPR news, yes. like the a daily update, yes, because their job is to give me all the news quickly and like run it all down right so it's like yes. the facts yes and if i'm listening to something where it's like an hourly news show where they are bringing on people to analyze the news mm-hmm. that's when you get into yes. uh hearing about experts that are like yes. and if we don't do something now here are the details of the worst case scenario yes. and here are how bad it could get yes. and it's just all the speculation and scary stuff yes. that's based on people's opinions and it's really unhealthy i'll give you a perfect example from yesterday actually that i think the less media savvy people my parents totally freaked out about which was everyone should know we're not doing news today but this is be our news story is governor gavin newsom applied for federal aid and in the federal aid of course the media ripped us apart and sensationalized this the so-called news right um and where he said that california could have as many as 23 and a half million coronavirus um, people stricken with coronavirus, right? That's a half the state. Yeah. And everybody freaked the fuck out. My mom was going like, they're saying that 23 million people could get it. But so Gavin Newsom had to say in a speech and had to come out and say like, well, well, first of all, they're applying for money. So they're going to make it worst case scenario, right? Yeah. And they had to clarify that what that meant was if California just did nothing, just kept living its life, the way it was, yes, that could happen, right? Yeah. But if we're doing what we're doing, we're not going to see that. But the media, yeah, it's just, they. I don't know. Thank it's you. intense. So I'm not listening to news. I'm trying to avoid <laughs> politics stuff, too. We've done I've both been, really um, well today, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing um, just kind of like some light podcasts that um, some of them, I'm not even joking. One of these podcasts I listen to, it's these two women talking, and they... I've gone back so far. They just released an episode where they were like, in the beginning, they were like, hey, guys, we recorded this episode uh, just before the most recent election. And we know everybody is kind of in a state of shock and disbelief, as are we. We apologize for the tone. We know we're going through a lot and we play it. And it's from November of 2016. And they just released it? No, no, no. I'm just going back through the archive. So it's just funny that. To like, kind of listen through old, kind of crises. Crises? Well, we did, remember. Remember, we, we did that, and people loved it. We, we did that after the election. Yeah. We did yeah, this, yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm just saying, it's funny, like, to kind of go back, and that's yeah. where I'm at on this show. I'm trying to like not live, or not consume myself with like now, mm-hmm. but like do listen to stuff that's like kind of inconsequential. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people have my friends 
have contacted me or messaged me or comes up in conversation about, you know, how how is Afterthought doing with all this, you know? Yeah. And actually, I think, you know, it hasn't affected me bottom line, but yeah. it, this is an important time for Afterthought. And I'm not, and like, in other words, there was, I don't know, I go back and forth. Maybe you can give me your advice here. My intent is noble, right? But as I've learned in the past, in many situations, uh, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. So for right now, I've limited it to afterthought. But um, whereas, like, with my afterthoughts, I have been really trying to bring more content than I have been. That's why, you know, uh, you're doing that thing with Jay Ellis today. And I've made it clear to yeah. you and to Jay Ellis that anybody that wants to do content that's already on the on the roster is welcome to do it because I know people want the content. But I'm not forcing you to do that. But I'm trying... I actually have a bunch of ideas I'm working on, even that are just include me. Um, and... Um, but I know people really need this content. And so this is an important time for Afterthought to start providing more content. So if anything, this is really good for business. Not just yeah. not just in a business kind of way, but just to really form a, uh, a bond with the people who are here. It's... When I, I've thought about this um, just kind of on my own, mm-hmm. your business and afterthought and all this, and I could see it going either way yeah. or it kind of like evening out because like people's routines are so out of whack right now yeah. that you're probably you, – I'm sure you've lost a couple people too just because you were what they listened to in the car or bus and now they're not getting in the car or bus. Mm-hmm. So they're not kind of consuming this content like – I, I don't I know about actual listening-wise, but numbers-wise, they've held, it's held steady. In fact, it's gone up a little Good. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Um, but, you know, Patreon, as you can as you know, is kind of hard to manage and that stuff. So there could be a ton of people signing up and a ton of people quitting. I don't know. Yeah. I, I could go do the research and find out everyone, but I just don't care that much. By um, the way, I need to figure the fuck out what I'm doing with Patreon and you. I've ignored all your messages. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I need to do something, I know, but no, I don't but, know what it well, is. What's funny is I know I know you're saying that I, a lot of people tell me that, and that's sort of the fear that I have for a lot of yeah. people is that they've turned that off and they don't know what's going on. Now, we've gotten most of the people, but like, um, uh, I know this. I'll never do this again. Yeah, it'll just what I'll do is just play around with who gets what, you know. But yeah. it, I'm never having people switch tiers again. But um, <coughs> um, but there's a lot of content. Like for instance, did you even know there was a live AJ and the Queen watch yesterday? Yeah, oh. I get all the updates. Mm-hmm. I just the updates. You sent some updates where it's like, hey, you need to change your tier. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I'll do that. And then I just have never done that. So yeah. I know I still need to do something. I, I know. That's why I have what. to do that dicky thing where I have to start slowly taking away privileges. Anyway, um, so the, 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 the dilemma I've had is there's a part of me that's been like not everything, but like occasional things. Like let me make the Jay Ellis series, for instance, right? Like, do we open that up? Or some live shows, like the live watches. Do we open those up to the public? Do yeah. we like say like hey or do we keep it to afterthought? I don't know. Uh I, yeah, I don't know either. I don't know what the right choice is, but I do know that I appreciate the stuff you're putting out. I think mm-hmm. that I don't know, the way you're doing it, so like live will always be free. Is that the case? So well, like it's if so you're funny, recording I got, I got live, rid of, can, I got rid of Mixler. <laughs> can always, any I, I can, can any tier up listen live? Right now, anything that's not Drag Race, any tier can listen live, right? Um, uh, I can always re-sign up for Mixler and then do the live shows on Mixler and promote that. I I didn't mean free. I meant maybe like any tier can listen live. I think that that's kind of a nice... That's what I've been doing. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been definitely doing that. I've I've not, I've not, like, I've not uh, uh, prevented any tier from listening live. Yeah, I think that's kind of cool. But but we'll see. This Um, is Inside Baseball with Mike and Joe. (laughs) I think people, believe it or not, I've learned this from this Joe Batanz. Oh, by the way, everyone, Mike didn't know this Joe Batanz existed until like the other day. (laughs) We were talking about Adam Burns and how he does his own show. And um, Mike was like, I don't think I could talk for 11 minutes. Because Adam Burns' show is 11 minutes. He's like, I don't think I could talk by myself for 11 minutes. I do it every day for 20. Yeah, no idea. 
I'll be honest with you. I'm not I don't surprised. Know how I do. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I don't know how I do it. There are days where I go, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. And then I start, about, oh my God, I run out of stuff to talk about. Like, now I'm running, I mean, I run out of time. Humble yeah. Pie, actually, uh, everyone should know. Um, Gar- Afterthought Guardian Angel Humble Pie. Um, Afterthought Genie Humble Pie. Uh, she she get, not only gets angry, but she teases me that she thinks that the because I have a twenty minute like timer like Fatty does, yeah, you know, and uh, and so once the music comes on, it's over, you know, and yeah. so um, she thinks that I should have no timer, but I'm like no, 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 yeah, no. the twenty minute timer is good. I almost I don't know if you do it this way, but I feel like Big Fatty does it this way. It could be I made this up in my head though, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he has, like, an Audacity file that just, like, has the intros and, like, all the bumpers in there. Yeah. Because he always acts surprised when the show's almost over. No, no, I am, too. Okay. Like, so, so yeah. So for, I think that's a good way of doing it. So, watch. This is what happens. This is, so, I'm going to do the end. So, like, I'm going to jump it to the end. How do I jump it to the end? There we go. So, like, I'm talking like we're doing right now, right? And I, mm-hmm. I, I, on the, the soundboard, I can only do, like, approximate jumps, right? And I'm talking about God knows what, right? I'm just shooting the shit, saying this is what happened to me today. I talked to Mike Lawson. And then all of a sudden, um, uh, music. I don't know when it's going to I really don't know when it's going to come <laughs> on. We're going to be talking. And then you're going to hear uh, the music. But yeah, it, I learned that from you because you told me that's what Fatty does. Oh, I told you that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I told you I think that's what he does because I don't think I actually know that that's what he does. Well, that's what he does. That's a good idea, you know, because I've, I've stolen it. <laughs> Right, because then then every show is exactly the same length. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go, Mike Lawson. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of this Joba Tance. You could do something where you like fade that shit in. Uh, no, it's a redone, Mike Lawson. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna go up right now. It tells me to to like uh, stop like stop talking because right now I'm still uh, talking technically during the show. You know, so uh, I'll be like right now. Like, oh well, okay. Well, I don't know, guys. I'm running out of time. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See, I know right now the music's going to go up right here. Uh, on Afterthought Media. This is Joe Batance. $10 a month, by the way. Join today. Gotcha. Huh? Appropriate song. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the whole... That's, you want to hear the beginning? No. I'm so... <laughs> I'm pretty sure this song is about... I'm so vain... Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Thank you for Joey, being the- this this show idea is really great. Tell me when you start. <laughs> yeah. Um oh, by the way, wasn't there talk of you bringing uh, what some would call lives the 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 archives to, what some would call archives? Oh, yeah. What you call what some would call archives? Yeah, I want to do it. Yeah. Um here's the thing, here's the catch. Yeah. Maybe John Arts or somebody. I feel like episode one through like ten, I don't have. I'm telling you right now, John Arts has it without okay. even knowing. Because John Arts had our Mike. The only reason we got episode zero was because John Arts sent it to me. Okay, he had episode oh, zero. He texted me for my birthday, and I didn't text him back. So I'll do that, and he then I'll texted ask him me the other day too. What did he say? It was some, it was actually a kind of a funny joke. Um, <laughs> Mike, he was actually funny. He's a good man. I've been weirdly overwhelmed with communication. Like, my normal flows of communication are overwhelmed. So, like, I'm getting a lot of texts and a lot of, like, Facebook messages. And I don't, I don't know, I don't communicate, like, I don't keep up with those. Like, it's not, I don't have a way to kind of, like, I turn off all notifications and stuff. So, I'll log into Facebook and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Somebody messaged me you know two days ago and i have forgotten to no i do i I mute some group conversations because it gets too crazy and i'll see that i missed a bunch uh no he wrote to tell me that how much he enjoyed watching the throwing down crowdcast um he watched it on his big screen tv but then he was like you need to hire a stylist stylist (laughs) (laughs) so snorted all right should we call it a day there mike lawson it was really nice catching up with you joey i can't wait to do it again All right, go to hell, Mike Lawson.
you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at cupodcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson. And follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week. (laughs) 